Emir Tashem the Shabbos, we begin Sefer Vayikra, which is mainly about Karbanos and the many laws and procedures of the Mishkan and ultimately the Beis HaMikdash. Now these Psukim can often feel distant, maybe not applicable to our daily lives, but our job is to learn these Psukim, learn the Halachos, and find the greater meaning and lesson of each idea that the Torah is sharing with us. So let's start with the beginning of the Parsha. In the beginning of the Parsha, the Torah is introducing us to the procedure of bringing a Karban, and in the third Pasuk of Sefer Vayikra, it tells us, Im ola karban min habakar. If you're bringing a karban ola, which is a burnt offering from your herd, zachar tamim yakri venu. It should be a zachar, it should be a male um, tamim, without any blemish. Al pesach o moed, you would bring it to the ol moed, the entrance of the tent of meeting. Yakriv oso, lirtso no, lifnei Hashem. You're going to bring this karban, yakriv oso, lirtso no according to your will or voluntarily before Hashem. So Rashi explains the interesting wording of the end of the Pasuk, Yakrivo, so it already said that you're going to bring it. Yakrivenu. Why does it say Yakrivo? So Melamed, Rashi says, Shekofin so. When it says he should bring it, this apparently means that Bezdin can put pressure on him. They can sort of force him if he doesn't want to bring the carbon that he said he was going to bring. Yachol bakarcho. You think they could really force him, says Rashi. Talmud Lomar learned, so no, no, it's going to be according to his will. It's going to be voluntarily. Ha so how does that work? Forcing him to do something according to his will. Kofin oso rotani. A very famous idea um, that they would pressure him until he says, okay, I want to do it. So Rashi explains that when the Pasuk says, learned, so no, which means voluntarily, it means that either he can want to do it or we can make him want to do it. Now, this idea is better understood. And it's brought down very famously by the Rambam in Hilchos Gerishin, Perak Be'ez Halacha where he writes that a person can be forced to do something willingly. Now, obviously, on the surface, that seems like an oxymoron. How could someone be forced to do something willingly? The Rambam explains that everyone intrinsically wants to do the right thing. We just don't always know what that right thing is. And sometimes, even worse, our Yetzirah blinds us to what the right thing is, or it places many obstacles in front of us that prevent us from doing the correct thing. Because of this, sometimes Bezdin has to step in and coerce us into doing the proper thing. This doesn't mean that they're removing our free will, but rather they're helping us remove any obstacle that's standing in the way of what we're supposed to be doing. Now this explanation works in theory, <laughs> But in practice, it would probably feel a lot like being forced to do something. It's a nice explanation, but if Bezdin is telling me I have to do something until I say, okay, I want to, it seems a lot like I'm being forced. How are we meant to understand this very important halacha? So the Chassam Sofer offers a mushal to explain this idea further in the Pasuk. Imagine that there's a farmer who lives way up north in uh, Eretz Yisrael, and he commits a sin, an Avera, and he has to uh, bring a carbon. He has to bring a carbonola in the base of Megdash. Now, he knows what the correct thing to do is, right? He has to stop working his field. He has to pack up. He has to make the trip all the way up to Yerushalayim to bring, all the way down to Yerushalayim and bring that carbon. But then that's when his Yetzirah hits him. And as the Masulah Shisharim discusses, our Yetzirah knows us better than we know ourselves. And when it comes time to making excuses for ourselves, it always has another one ready to go. The Yitzhar will probably tell that farmer, Ugh, everybody makes mistakes. You're a human being. What's the big deal? You're going to take off every time you do one small thing wrong? Travel all the way to Yerushalayim? Who's going to watch your field while you travel? There's work that needs to get done here. You can't just take a few days off. Carbonos are expensive. Traveling is expensive. 
Not working means you're losing money. You're really going to pay all of that just for a carbon? Does everyone else here take this trip every time they sin? You think you're frummer than all your neighbors? The list goes on and on. The Yitzhahara bombards that farmer. And if somehow, some way, that farmer is able to overcome his Yitzhahara, and he makes the trip to Yerushalayim, then that same Yitzhahara is waiting for him at every turn. Between his own self-doubt and every new idea that the Yitzhahara challenges him with, he basically fights turning back at every turn. But as he gets to the gates of Yerushalayim, you could just imagine his mood immediately shifting. He'll get swept up in the Kedusha emanating from the Beis HaMikdash. As he gets closer and he approaches the Chatzar of the Beis HaMikdash, he sees the Levim singing and performing. He sees the Kohanim all busy with their Avoda, doing the many different tasks that all fit perfectly together to keep the Beis HaMikdash running smoothly. He sees so many different types of Jews all there for the same purpose, just to bring Karbanas to Hashem, to try to get closer to Hashem in this world. He notices the Sanhedrin Agadol in session. They're upholding Dvar Hashem in every single case that they hear. It's so inspiring. Just simply being there, it builds his desire to come closer to his creator. The Yetzirah has no power there. And at that moment, he isn't worried about missing work. He's not worrying about the expense of the trip and how much his carbon costs. He is completely happy with his decision. He knows that even though there were so many doubts and obstacles along the way, he persevered and he did the right thing. The chov, the obligation to have to bring that carbon, to be forced into bringing that carbon, is what enabled him to persevere and keep pushing to get to where he is. The Chassam Sofer explains that this is shot in the Pasuk. There will always be some type of challenge along the way to get to the point where you're ready to bring your carbon ola. Some may even feel they were compelled or they were forced into doing it. But if he's able to push himself to possibly go against his natural inclination and get himself to Yerushalayim, get himself to the Beis HaMikdash, he's certainly going to feel differently. He now wants to be there. He wants to bring that carbon. The whole experience is meant to push him and transform him. Rav Palm explains that we all can experience this magic even without the Beis HaMikdash. We have the ability to push and transform ourselves every single day. It comes down to what are our spiritual aspirations? What are our goals? Who do we surround ourselves with? How much are we willing to go against our natural inclination and push ourselves to have religious experiences that enable us to grow even in those times where we don't want to? If we recognize that whenever we aren't doing Ratzon Hashem, it's not actually what we want to be doing, but rather it's how our Yetzahara is currently ruling over us, we can take action steps to fight back, to quote-unquote force ourselves to learn Torah, to keep mitzvot, to serve Hashem. It might be late at night after a long day and all we want to do is just sit and relax, but I'm going to force myself to go learn. I'm going to force myself to go to Minchamar. I'm going to force myself to get up early, to make it to Minyan, force myself to give more tzedakah, force myself to go volunteer, even though maybe I'd rather stay home. We have the ability to push ourselves and ultimately transform ourselves into Ovdei Hashem. May we all be Zoha to recognize that just as the farmer fighting his Yetzirah every step of the way, ultimately he is able to come Lirtso No. He's able to come voluntarily to bring his carbon. So too, we can push ourselves to serve Hashem in a meaningful way on our path to becoming the best versions of ourselves. Good Shabbos.